So find a posture that you can stay in if you need to shake out a little bit, can do that. Find a posture where you can be fairly comfortable for the next 40 minutes or so. And again, if at any time you need to shift to if something becomes uh, more of an ordeal or pain, overly painful, you can shift. Or if you're a little sleepy or tired, feel free to stand up. Stand up for five minutes, sit back down, and, and so forth. And so I'll give very basic instructions. How many people could use some very basic instructions? You can raise your hand. Okay. And so I'll give very basic instructions, and then I'll give some guidance on the theme that I'm going to explore uh, in the talk, which is uh, developing more equanimity or balance with whatever comes up. Okay, that's the theme. So I'll bring that into the meditation and give some uh, fairly light guidance in the meditation. So finding that posture, which is comfortable. And then take about 45 seconds or a minute to bring up the intention that you have for the sitting. What brings you here? What's your motivation? This is just for yourself. And then our, our basic mindfulness practice has two basic dimensions. One is settling or stabilizing attention, stabilizing awareness, being less distracted. And the second is on the basis of that relative stability, seeing clearly, being with whatever happens in as balanced a way as possible, even when it's challenging or difficult. And that'll connect with our theme of equanimity, especially. And so for the first phase, the, the settling, we typically focus on what we sometimes call an anchor. For many of us, that's the breath. For some of us, it's something different, perhaps the hands touching together or the contact with a chair or cushion. We want something that's there pretty much all the time at the level of sensation. It could be sound. If we're working with the breath, we see where the breath is easiest to follow. Many of us have a, you know, an anchor that we work with all the time. And we bring attention, in this case, to the breath, where we're following the breath. We generally stay with one place, sometimes the area of the nostrils, sometimes the area of the chest, or for some people, the area of the chest, for some people, the belly area. Some people uh, follow the breath in the whole body. So we generally stay with the breath at that one area, at the level of sensation, and we just stay with the breath. Similarly, if we're 
focusing on the hands or it could be the feet or the contact with the cushion or sound. We stay at the level of sensation when the mind wanders. We notice that and we come back. And we do that over and over again. And in that process, we both gain more stability. We also see really over and over again what our preoccupations are, where the mind goes, which is part of the mindfulness practice. It can be helpful sometimes to give some labels if we're with the breath, in and out, in and out. Maybe five, ten percent of the attention most of the time on the actual sensations of breathing. And then when we have some degree of stability, which could be after a few minutes, after five minutes, or if there's something really on our mind, it could be, could be 20, 30 minutes, or fine to just stay with the breath the whole time. And when we have some degree of stability, then we open up to the second uh, dimension of practice, which is seeing clearly whatever's there. And so we stay with the anchor, you know, for example, the breath. And when something takes our attention away, for example, the, you know, I have a planning thought, then I notice that, my mindfulness notices that. Sometimes I'll notice it and that's it. Uh, the planning ends, I go back to the breath. Sometimes it'll continue on, I try to notice it. Other experiences may last a little longer. I may notice that I'm having a dialogue with something based on our interaction yesterday. And I become aware of it and it keeps going. There is emotion connected with it, thoughts and so forth. And if it keeps on lasting and I'm aware of it, I can actually notice maybe I'm having an internal dialogue with uh, my partner and you know, there's some irritation about something that happened. I can tune in, what's it like in the body? Let me notice that irritation level of the body. Let me, let me be with that for a while. Let me be with the emotions for a while. Let me notice the thoughts. And I can stay with it as long as it's predominant. When it's no longer predominant or I'm not sure what's predominant, I go back to my anchor. I go back to uh, the breath or another focus area. And similarly, if body sensations become prominent, generally we want to stay with the body sensations unless they're causing harm or it becomes too much, becomes something like an ordeal, um, and then we, then we can shift. But it's, it's valuable to stay with a little bit of um, unpleasant sensations or pleasant sensations and just to be with that if those are predominant. And if that occurs, we may stay with that for a while until it's no longer predominant or we're not sure what's predominant. So, and then we always come back to the anchor. So we'll stay with the settling process and then I'll come back maybe five minutes or so and give some very simple guidance for the cultivation of equanimity or balance.
So as we continue to sit quietly, I'd like to give some very simple guidance for our, our practice that helps us to cultivate, develop um, equanimity, which we can understand as the quality of being balanced with whatever comes up. Balanced and, and, and responsive. A lot of how we learn to be more balanced is by being able to be mindful as much as possible of moments when we're not so balanced that knock us off a little bit. To be to bring some awareness to when, for example, I'm reactive. I'm reacting against something I'm experiencing in the present moment or thought of something that happened yesterday or that might happen in the future. And so we can have in developing equanimity, especially as it were, try to set your radar for when something comes up that knocks you around a little bit, a little bit or, or a lot. So it could be uh, a difficult memory or something unpleasant in the moment, but also something that is very pleasant that takes you, takes your attention away. Can define reactivity as both the pushing away of the unpleasant or the negative, but also the grasping after the pleasant. And so that may not occur much in the rest of the sitting, but if it does, try to be attentive to it. Again, a lot of the learning of equanimity is seeing where we can't stay so balanced, bringing mindfulness to those situations. So set your you know, intention to notice those things when they come up. Again, it could be difficult emotions, difficult thoughts, especially. And generally, it's helpful to give a, uh, almost like a number of one to 10 in terms of level of intensity. And generally, we're gonna learn kind of in the range that goes up maybe to seven or eight, but the nines or a tens are often too much or overwhelming. And if something like that would come, we generally wanna pull out of it and come back to balance. It's, you know, I'll talk about that more, but that's something. So a lot of the learning occurs where it's in the workable range. So that's, that's an important guideline. So set your intention to notice any time that you have reactivity or something that's challenging. And if that occurs, see if you can just bring mindfulness to it. Study, with, study it, see how you may get off balance, see how you come back in. Must be the basic guidance for, for the sitting in terms of developing equanimity.
So as we continue to sit quietly together, the mind wanders, simply come back over and over again, and also come back to the intention to bring as much balance as possible to every moment, and particularly noticing when something takes you out of that balance, something is challenging, something leads uh, leads you, leads us to be uh, reactive, pushing away the unpleasant, grasping after the pleasant. Notice any times that we're not in balance in those ways and bring attention to those experiences. In other words, we can bring a balanced mindful attention to our own not being balanced. That's possible.
As we continue to sit quietly, we'll move now to our group practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.